Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. I hope you guys had an amazing week last week. My week last week was amazing. I got a lot of good shit done. Um... I had a lot of good shit done. I had some great introspective moments, which I hope that all of you all had Um, this weekend. (laughs) Every weekend, me and my aunt, we will watch a series of movies, I guess you could say. This weekend, it was my choice, and we watched all of the pirates (laughs) honestly life-changing i feel like watching it as a kid i was like oh my or teenager in my youth anyway i was like oh my god this is amazing why are they doing my man jack sparrow like that like what the heck like he's just trying out here trying to get nut. it's just like okay jack Get your shit together. You got some real shit to worry about. If everybody in the world knows your ass and they are willing to fuck your ass up. <laughs> um, yeah. We then also, because I was like, oh, this like triggered me to also watch some other movies where I was like, I wonder if it's different now that I'm older. So another movie that we watched and I saw a TikTok about it. And another movie that we watched was Soul Food. And I remember, like, feeling like Terry was the villain. Terry was the villain. Like, why is she so mean? Why is she so rude? Like, y'all fucked up shit happened to her, but, like, uh, 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 you know? As an adult, as an adult, she she was not the villain. She was the victim, babes. (laughs) They stole her man. They kept using her just for her monies. Whenever she would give her own two cents, everybody wanted to add their three cents. It's, um, it's uncanny watching it as an adult. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, um, but it, 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 it was crazy. I also went and, um, I allowed my aunt to have the Target experience. Um, she's a Walmart girly. We don't judge, you know. I, I know that mature folks or older folks, however you want to call them, they get stuck in their ways. And she was like, I need to go to Walmart to get this, this, and this. I was like, I won't be going with you. But we can go to Target. 
And she was like, I guess. I ain't never really been to Target. And I was like, well, buckle up. <laughs> Needless to say, uh, we went for trash cans and um, I got a lot of circle points, <laughs> circle dollars for that visit. Um, she's like, I know now why you're always in Target. Like, I, I was like, yeah. And she was like, girl, I could come here and just walk around and look at shit. And I was like, Yeah yeah she was like oh my god i love this and i was like yeah but like you can't like if you go to target you can't have walmart behavior and if you know what i'm saying then you know what i'm saying like there are certain rules and regulations when it comes to procuring your items from target and if you cannot follow said unspoken rules and regulations when procuring your items at target then you don't need to be there Okay. Um, we don't answer the phone in Target. We respond with a text. I'm in Target. We don't leave our carts in the middle of the parking lot. You put that hoe back. Okay. We don't holler across the store. We don't say, God, dog, this is cheaper at so-and-so. You just acknowledge and you keep it moving. Okay. Um, there's different behavior. You can do that at Walmart for sure. Absolutely. Go off. Do what you got to do. We don't do that at Target. And she even acknowledged it. She was like, wow, it's so relaxing. It's so calm in here. It's not chaotic. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. She was like, everybody, like, it's, oh my gosh. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, the Target that I go to is actually, um, is brand new. It has the full service Ulta in it, the full service, uh, fucking grocery store, the full, like, it's like humongous. They even have like the drive up, drive pool thing. They got a full service Starbucks and they're not like one of them little bitch ass ones that they have in the normal Targets. They got a full service one in there. Um, I'm grateful and thankful to have switched her over to the Target lifestyle. She even got a Target card. And I said, this is dangerous. Um, this is dangerous. Is this podcast sponsored by Target? No. So let's move the fuck on. This week, we will be talking... <laughs> This week, uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into protecting our energy, what that looks like, what that means, right? Like last week, we kind of touched on it in the August overview. If you didn't listen to the August overview episode, make sure you go and take a listen, okay? Um, make sure you go take a listen, uh, but we went over why it was important to protect our energies, um, this week, uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. Um, we're going to talk about clearing our space and not just clearing our space, but in the tarot segment, we're going to talk about why it's important to protect your energy when you're stepping into a session with a tarot reader or any, um, anybody that's practicing a form of divination for you or of you, um, 
we got the crystal of the week which is spirit quartz oh we love her and of course we have this full moon in aquarius that is taking place tomorrow um no anyway we have this full moon in aquarius so with all of that yeah tomorrow sorry <laughs> with all of that being said buckle up sit back relax and enjoy don't forget please bitches y'all if you're driving do not close your eyes do not relax pay attention to the road pay attention okay So we start the beginning of this week with, um, on Tuesday, let me not say the beginning of this week. I don't want y'all girls to tussle, y'all guys to tussle, y'all them days to tussle. We have, um, the full moon and Aquarius. This is the first lunation where I've actually, how do I say this? I've taken into consideration the actual transit with the including aspect. What do I mean by that? Normally we're like, uh, full moon, uh right um but we can't forget the actual transit the transit is the moon in aquarius opposes the sun in leo and this is the first lunation where i've actually really looked in um dived dove inquired fill in the blank with any three of those options uh, about the sun's place in this opposition. So I was like, damn, what the fuck have I been doing with my life? But anyway, so, um, we know that the full moon again is when the moon is opposing the sun. Um, in this case, we have the moon opposing Aquarius. Uh, excuse me. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> we have the moon in Aquarius, which is opposing the sun in Leo. Um, it creates a dynamic tension between the energies, okay? So we know that Aquarius is an air sign that values individuality, innovation, um, and even intellectual pursuit. Uh, people with strong Aquarius influences are often forward-thinking, open-minded. They have a lot of humanitarian to them um, but during this full moon emotions could be heightened and you could find yourself more in touch with your intellectual and analytical side um, and you may seek understanding of your emotions from a logical perspective and kind of having this need of finding freedom and independence but freedom and independence in a group setting we know again aquarius is the humanitarian so like this i was talking in the server if you guys are in the server um the link is in the description box how this is a great moon when we're talking about a coven or a collective like a group of practitioners 
okay um on the other hand again with the sun in leo this represents the creativity um and the self-expression and the desire for recognition when we're talking about validation so we know that leo is that fire sign that is associated with confidence leadership strong sense of self <sighs> they got a, their head can be a little bit big but we won't get into that that's my personal opinion and i'm not going to force my personal opinion on y'all but during this time <laughs> you may feel a strong need to express yourself in an authoritative manner and um it's due to the need of it's due to the need of recognition and validation when it comes to your talents and your contributions and what you have to offer okay so again um this leads to the conflict between the individual desire and the need to be part of group or community so balancing your personal needs and ambitions with the broader interest of others can be very, very significant during this time. Um, this transit is going to encourage you to find innovative ways to express yourself and your individuality while also being part of a community, okay? So this is also a great time to be a part of community or even social networking embracing your uniqueness will actually help you shine and allow yourself to inspire others so you can foster those great connections and those great communications right um and you'll you'll probably find a lot of people during this lunation that have a lot of the same shared purposes that you do um here's the thing okay so i also wanted to break this down since i have been I, I was looking at the transit not just the name of it right i was i dug deeper into the transit so since the full moon signifies the peak of emotions and obviously we know that it can be a time for release um this this full moon is going to be excellent when we're talking about opportunities for introspection and understanding your emotions more deeply and finding a way to channel that in a constructive way again bitch in community so this lunation i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of homework and i want you guys to look at it different so when we start seeing um the full moons and the new moons i'm gonna be breaking down the transits a little different just to better help you i can sit here all day and be like this is the full moon required this is what you need to do da, la, la, la. and you're just like yes sir yes boss i got you baby yeah i'm right on right on for sure you're right on but let, let's actually break break it down and see how it can help you. So if you have strong Aquarius or Leo placements, um, you will be, those placements will directly be affected and influenced by the full moon. So um, embrace those qualities and use those energies to your advantage. So depending on where those placements are, Okay, look not at the shadow side of that sign, but look at 
what that actually means. How, what challenges do you have with that placement in the those strong Aries or Leo placements, right? What challenges do you have with that placement, with that planet, wherever it's at, and how can you move forward? Again, this is also about introspection and innovation. Um, when we're talking about the air and fire sign placement, um, a lot air signs, we could find ourselves finding a lot of clarity. We can also see ourselves changing how we're communicating, um, communicating even clearer than we typically do. Um, but it's also for our, um, air and fire placements, it's going to bring about perspective with a little, add a little Greg of passion, a sprinkle of Greg of passion, motivation, and a sense of adventure. Okay. If your natal moon is in Aquarius, this moon will have a stronger personal impact on your emotions and your inner world. So during this time, you may feel in tune um, with the qualities of independence, humanitarianism, or even the need or the, this immense feeling of detachment. Use these energies to explore your emotions from an intellectual standpoint um, and seek ways to contribute to causes that resonate with your values. That was a poppin' ass sentence that I wrote down. I honestly don't know. <laughs> when I tell y'all, I don't know what I'd be on when I'd be writing these notes, but I'd be in love when I read them back to y'all. <laughs> So then if you have, um, if your natal sun is in Leo, um, this full moon in, in Aquarius will activate your natal sun, highlighting your natural desire for self-expression and recognition. So embrace your creative side and your leadership qualities during this time and consider how you can use your uniqueness and talents to benefit again, the community on a broader spectrum. Okay. When, um, we're talking about the aspects to the full moon, check, um, check your natal chart or your natal placements. Um, and see if there's any, so do a symmetry, do, go do a symmetry, um, and see if there's any favorable aspects. And when we're talking about favorable aspects, we're talking about conjunctions, sextiles, trines, right? Um, to this full moon. Okay. These can, um, depending on what it is, but all in all, um, they can facilitate a harmonious flow and energy to create opportunities for growth, expansion, positive change during this lunar phase. Um, all in all with this full moon, um, it's about, it's about your ability to change community. Okay. Your ability to change community. Okay. Um, next, we only have five. We only got five this week because I wasn't about to go through it. I don't know. The Pirates of the Caribbean took me out. So I really didn't. I didn't dive too deep this week. Um, but I got some juicy ones. That's all that matters. So then we have Mars and Virgo that's going to trine 
Jupiter in Taurus. So this trine with Mars in Virgo is favorable. Um, it's a favorable aspect that's going to bring together the energy of these two planets in a very harmonious way, right? We have the drive and the action and the motivation of Mars with the growth expansion and opportunities of Jupiter. Um, again, don't forget that with this Mars and Virgo, we have to direct ourselves towards practicality, attention to details, strong desires, and acknowledge, excuse me, the strong desires that we have when it comes to efficiency and our, our effectiveness. Um, the Jupiter and Taurus, which we know is going to enhance our ability to attract a abundance and prosperity through um consistent and persistent grounding efforts right there's something in my eye y'all um and we're not just talking about financial abundance i know how you girlies like to tussle emotional mental physical financial spiritual all aspects of abundance okay this combination creates a powerful force when we're talking about practical growth and personal development especially coming off of the full moon in aquarius where we have done that introspective work and had those intellectual conversations with ourselves now it's really time to create again this practice of personal development um we need to set clear achievable and consistent goals coming off of this full moon um, you'll have this added enthusiasm optimism and it, it's going to encourage you um, and pursue you even when it comes to achieving your ambitions when it comes to work and health and building solid foundations okay we then have mercury and virgo is going to oppose saturn and pisces <laughs> <sighs> you have to be realistic this is going to add heavy emphasis on the need of realism and efficiency okay um the saturn in pisces is going to remind us um of the importance of compassion and emotional sensitivity in your interactions this transit especially when we're interacting with community that's like the word of the week with community right don't forget to respond and not react don't let your emotions get the best of you um practice a little bit of fucking empathy right um, you have to be willing to find middle ground between practicality and intuition, embracing both logical and emotional aspects of decision-making and communications, okay? So be mindful of not being overcritical or pessimistic during this transit because Saturn's influence can also create doubts and limitations, I thought I was about to choke y'all. <laughs> I thought I was about to choke y'all. Let me drink some water. I thought I was about to choke. <laughs> My uncut watchers, y'all know I choke every week, but we won't talk about that right now. 
So um, it can create doubts or limitations, but it's essential to recognize your strengths and um, value your uniqueness and your unique perspectives to cultivate again this self-compassion and trust when navigating the challenges that arise. We then have the sun in Leo squaring off with Jupiter in Taurus. This aspect between the sun in Leo and Jupiter in Taurus, um, it's going to be about your ego versus your growth and your expansion. This square aspect creates tension. Okay, it's going to create tension. Remember, square is square up. <laughs> is square up so it's going to create tension between your desires to be noticed and your need to follow a practical path so this week is all about your ego where you're going where you're growing and practicality okay um, you might feel torn between, again, taking risks and seeking opportunities and sticking with what feels safe and comfortable. Um, you have to be able to seek balance between these expressions of, again, your uniqueness and individuality when it comes to pursuing your needs. But you also need to be patient. We know everybody knows a Taurus. They're patient as hell. And they don't want the smoke unless they want the smoke unless you're trying to give it so you need to find middle ground don't 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 be too spontaneous i guess you could say um with this transit especially toward the back end of this week um it will get your ass fucked up it could get your ass fucked up and um you need you need to act accordingly all in all, all in all, I think my favorite, again, event is probably the full moon. And again, we have that T-square with Jupiter. Um, so my advice for this week is that this isn't the best time to fight against what doesn't what isn't the flow okay as your ideas are likely going to be nixed instead of fighting why don't you sit back and listen again we're talking about community how how are you going to work with your community this week This week's crystal of the week is Spirit Quartz. I love it. I think it's a great crystal to work with at the beginning of this month, especially when we're talking about the need to ground ourselves, when we're talking about protection, when we're talking about this full moon, when we're talking about all of this jazz, right? So I chose Spirit Quartz. Um, you guys, I have something for you. Um... I had this great idea, right? We'll get into spirit quartz in a second. But to make it a little bit easier on y'all, um, as you guys know, my business crush, Crystal Pisces Studios, is the Crystal Plug. 
if you go on her website, if you go on her website now, she has a witch bitch tarot crystal of the week section. It will be linked in the description box below. So every Monday, 8 a.m. Central, excuse me, Eastern Standard Time. She's Eastern Standard. If you want to figure out what the crystal of the week is before you listen to the podcast episode, head over to Crystal Pisces Studios because she will be doing crystal of the week. Which bitch to host crystal of the week? Um, yes. So to make it easier, this week it's Spirit Quartz. And I'm looking at her website. Mm, they look so good. She has some as low as five doll hairs. So you can get a piece of this week's crystal for as little as five doll hairs but like come on now come on now who wouldn't want to there's this one that i'm really digging and i think i want to get it but i'm away you know we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes i don't even have spirit cords but i don't know why i do know why i was drawn to this crystal for the week so head over to crystal pisces studio to get your crystal of the week and again it will be in the description box um and it will be up um it will be up in her crystal of the week section um that wasn't even a shameless plug babe like that wasn't even a shameless plug i don't know what that was that was just everything so spirit quartz um this is one of those that baby it hits every crystal i mean every crystal it hits every chakra crown third eye throat heart solar plexus sacral it doesn't do the etheric or your moon star but that's okay um it's great for psychic abilities dreams communication protection past lives cleansing abundance trauma communication with higher realms communication with guides lucid dreamings spiritual awakening and energy transfer transfer what planets is it you ask let me tell you bitch it's all let me just read them mercury venus mars jupiter saturn uranus neptune pluto the sun and the moon how about that Zodiac signs is Virgo, Libra, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. It is of the elements Earth and Storm. One reason that I love Spirit Quartz is because it's so many different colors. So it's it ranges from pink, purple, to pink, to purple, to colorless, to white, to orange, to red, to brown, to yellow. And if you go on Crystal Pisces Studios, the Crystal of the Week, you'll see that she has a variety of those colors. Okay, um, on the hardness scale, it is about a seven or an eight. Okay, um, so spirit quartz. Let me pull back up my note section. Spirit quartz is also known as cactus quartz or fairy quartz, um, and it has a unique and beautiful crystal. It's a unique and beautiful crystal that belongs to the quartz family, obvi, because the quartz is in the name. Um, it's uh, a rare variety of quartz found primarily in South Africa. And here is everything that you need to know about spirit quartz. Um, its appearance. It's usually recognizable by its distinctive formation. And it looks like a whole... I have a piece of hair in my mouth. It looks like a whole... 
I'm not gonna cut that out either. Um, it, <laughs> it's like a little small quartz crystal clusters um, with a central large crystal point surrounded by numerous small crystal points, um, giving it um, a druzy or encrusted appearance. The small crystals often radiate outward like spokes on a wheel, creating a captivating and enchanting look. Um, so spirit quartz comes again in a variety of colors. Um, the different colors are due to its presence of mineral inclusions during the formation. Okay. Um, spirit quartz is highly regarded for its ability to enhance spiritual growth and facilitate deep connection to one's higher self. It helps open channels for spiritual insight, intuition, and inner wisdom. The Chris, this crystal is excellent for meditation and, um, it can create a sense of peace and harmony, allowing you to explore higher realms and connect with spiritual beings. It's also, um, an amplifier. Um, it intensifies energy of other crystals and intentions placed nearby additionally it has purifying properties clearing negative energy and promoting positive and promoting a positive and uplifting atmosphere okay um spirit quartz is believed to support physical and emotional healing um it can help block it can help block excuse you it can help release blockages um, alleviate feelings of grief and sadness and promote overall well-being. Um, it is also used for enhancing teamwork, cooperation, and harmony in a group setting. Are you guys picking up what I'm putting down? Why I chose this for the crystal of the week, especially with this full moon. Anyway, um, it, it's also going to stimulate your creativity and artistic expression. It can help you tap into your imagination. Um, it can help you find inspiration, uh, especially when it comes to problem solving. It's great when we're talking about chakra alignment. Um, when setting intentions for your crystal, obviously program it the way that you want. Um, but this is great, um, when, especially when we're talking about using it in an affirmative way. Um, this stone is here to push you into a growth cycle that knows no bounds. Uh, you can easily release bad vibrations when you allow yourselves to connect with spirit quartz and its protective energies. Um, an etheric shield is naturally placed around your being as a defense mechanism to help heal you during the times of desired growth. So there is no need into, there's no need to, interpret your own developmental process as this will take away the time and energy needed for yourself so some great crystals that um, you can pair this with are um, none <laughs> any side I'm kidding <laughs> um, this is great with um, iolite it's great with tiger's eye. It's great with obsidian. But again, remember, it's an amplifier. So, cuidada. Okay. Um, are you going to get you a piece of spirit quartz?
Okay, so last week we talked about why it was important to make sure that we have clean and clear energy. Um, Also, like what that potentially looks like, how that looks. So we already know that this month, cleansing and protection and protecting even is going to be our main overview. So, you know, in week two, we're going to be talking about creating that sacred space. Um even week three about strengthening boundaries and then four harnessing overall that protective energy but this week we really want to focus in on purifying that energetic space and what that looks like or what that feels like um how that typically works out or what energies that you can do right so um Again, this is my understanding. This is how I've been practicing since um, I was knee-high to a grasshopper um, through lessons from my granny to lessons from my mom um, to even now some lessons when we're talking about with my mentor. Um, But let's, again, get down to the basics when we're talking about... um, cleaning and clearing our space so the first one i have is smudging um this might be a little controversial and i know how some of y'all like to tussle every now and again right um selecting the right herbs are so important um i could make a whole episode simply about the herbs that we are selecting when it comes to our smudging practices but we're not going to do that we're going to keep it cute keep it simple so selecting the right herbs different cultures and traditions have their preferred herbs for smudging um Palo Santo is known for its uplifting and grounding properties. White sage is widely used for cleansing and purification. Um, Lavender, cedar, sweetgrass are often commonly used when smudging. But we also have to talk about when it comes to selecting the right herb. Um, The ethical attainment of said herbs. Okay. Um, my practice, my podcast, my opinion, uh, you you need to do your research. Do I think everybody should be using white sage? Absolutely not. Um, absolutely not. I think if you are growing it, if it is given to you, um, You know, if you are in a said ritual or sacred space where somebody else um, is using it, it is such as like Native Americans, it is a native herb, a 90, I believe it's 96%. Don't, don't at me. I do my research. Do your own. Don't at me. 96% of white sage is unethically sourced or stolen from sacred lands and sold in the masses. That is not okay. Um, The same goes with Palo Santo. A lot of it is unethically sourced. Okay. Um, I I don't know if you guys watch my live streams, watch my videos. Um, I 
use Palo Santo. I very often in between, no, no, I said that backwards. I do not often use white sage. However, when I do, I get it from the reservation of my people. Um, and we'll leave it at that. A lot of people, there's been a lot of controversy, <laughs> been a lot of controversy. Um, but yeah, um, when I say I get it from my reservation, um, yes, I am a Native American. If you guys didn't know that, um, if you guys did not know that, um, I have my blue card and everything. I'm not one of those bitches that's like, yes, bitch, my cousin twice removes aunt's grandma's sister's uncle. No, like I am on the row. Um, I remember my grandma stories. We're going to have a story time and we're going to have a story time. Um, I remember since like I was young, even like my younger cousins, I mean, my older cousins, excuse me, even remember, um, I feel like my grandma had been working on this at least for like, even when my mom was younger, like she remembers my grandma working on it. Um, but they would always say that um at first they wouldn't let obviously like they would have to do certain things to allow you on the row and I remember my grandma like they were like well we need this document to this document and for like probably three or four decades they put they sent my grandma on the goose not even a goose chase on the chase of the century um I remember taking so many trips with my granny to go get documents saying that, you know, this was her dad, this was her dad's dad, this is her father, this was that, that was this, and um, it took her about four decades, and all of us are now on the row. So, and they, they did, they did have to do, uh, they did, they didn't have to do, but I think it's still crazy that we're the only people that have to get our blood tested in order to be deemed as indigenous, but we won't even get into that. Anyway, don't use white sage just because you fucking found it at fucking Urban Outfitter or motherfucking Hot Topic or what, what the fuck is that one place called, uh, that's in the mall, the hippy dippy shop i used to go there all of the time as i had some good incense i forgot what it's called but y'all know what i'm talking about you'll know if it's meant for you then it's meant for you if it's not it's not that's why you often and in between see me burning herbs such as lavender you guys know i love burning my bay you guys know i love 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 burning my roses um even though if we are able to use that, like that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to. Okay. Um, when it comes to using your smudges or things of this nature, um, you have to set your intention before you begin your smudging ritual. It's crucial to set your intention and a clear intention. Um, this intent, I was getting a phone call. My bad y'all.
<laughs> um, this intention could be as simple as seeking to release negative energies or promote healing, harmony, and positive vibrations in your space. Um, it, 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 you have to, it doesn't matter. I'm not, I can't sit here and tell you what intention to set, bitch. You got to set your own intention. I'm just giving you the fucking information. Okay. Do your own resources. Okay. Um, whether, you know, anyway, anyway, um, also when it comes to like cleansing yourself with smudges, right? To cleanse yourself, um, pay attention to your heart, your head, your hands. Okay. Um, even your feet, these are significant energy conductors. Okay. When cleansing your space, um, you always want to open a fucking window, if we're using any kind of herbs, any kind of smudge, anything like that, open the fucking window, bitch. I mean, I always, I don't get it. It's like earthbound, y'all earthbound. I know that was so random, but you guys know I'm doing the uncut episode and somebody in the chat just said earthbound. Yes. Earthbound, earthbound, earthbound. I'm not cutting that out. Shout out to Carly. <laughs> Shout out to Carly on tiktok for giving us the answer earthbound okay like just because you got it from fucking earthbound doesn't mean <laughs> that you can use it okay okay <laughs> open a fucking window i always say this it's like imagine like you uh, imagine energy like burnt toast like energy that you're trying to get rid of you get up off of you imagine it like burnt toast if you don't open a window to let that smell out your whole fucking house is going to smell like burnt toast okay but imagine that as energy yes you're cleansing and clearing but all of that energy is gonna be running around running into doors running into walls let that energy get the fuck up out of there open a fucking window open a fucking window y'all got them demons dancing on your neck and you're like why won't they leave you didn't you didn't give them an exit route open a fucking window open the window open the back door right when i do my weekly cleanses of the house bitch i open the front door and the back door y'all can go out the back or y'all can go out the front but y'all gotta get the fuck up out of here Okay. And don't forget to practice gratitude. You express gratitude takes you a long way. It really does. Gratitude takes you a long way. What does that look like in our cleansing or smudging or protective um, practice, right? Thank you for bringing me positive energy. Thank you for uh, my ability to release the energy. Thank you for providing these herbs, herbs, earth, whatever, practice gratitude. Thank you for giving me the clarity and the space to remove this energy. Whatever the fuck you want to say. Get your list of gratitudes, whatever comes to you even. Like you don't even have to necessarily have them written down or have a list, right? Like whatever feels good to you bitch it's your practice okay 
Um, then let's go into the power of sound cleansing, right? So we went over smudging and herbs, right? How selecting the right herbs, what not to do. Okay. And not for anything like a little, let me go back. We're going to take it back before we get to the sound cleansing. A little goes a long way. I, uh, it behooves me when I see people igniting an entire smudge stick whether it's rosemary whether whatever the case may be whatever yeah. a little goes a long way sometimes I see I'm like damn are they about to cleanse a 5,000 square foot home what the fuck is that right but to each their own that's their practice i ain't got nothing to do with that i just were here i'm just trying to be the best version of me and i can't i ain't got nothing else to do with that now on to the power of sound cleansing i love my sound bowls um i know that we've been seeing it more often um i even have one here i hope this doesn't blow out the um i was i hope it didn't blow out the mic um, choosing your sound instrument is important because you want to choose it based on how it vibrationally is resonating with you. Um, we know that singing bowls can be made of metal, of crystal, and um, they're going to produce sounds and vibrations because sound is vibration that are meant to deeply resonate with your being like you know when you, you can hear them sometimes and you'll literally be like i felt that in my fucking ovaries right or i felt that like deep in my being my soul right mm, it's meant for you okay bells chimes um, whatever is going to emit that cleansing vibration, as long as it resonates with you, um, you can even use your voice and chant mantras or make vocal sounds to promote healing, um, and positivity, even protection. Like I always be telling y'all sometimes if you ever just feel the urge to fucking holler, if you feel the urge to hit that hoe, when I say hit the hoe, I'm talking about like the note. Cause I be hitting that hoe sometimes. I be like, ah, do it. It's your, it's, it's your body telling you that you need to release it or it's trying to get your vibration back to where it needs to be. So when you feel like hitting that random ass note or you feel like hollering or you feel like whatever um do it do it your body is your body your spirit your soul your being is calling for you to hit the hit that hoe <laughs> um even sometimes we'll see it and um i learned this recently through my mentor Remember, if your mentor doesn't have a mentor, are they really a mentor? Anyway, um, but I, I know that like when we're practicing forms of divination or even like when we're speaking to certain people, we can feel our voices change. We could go up an octave. We could go down an octave. Our voice could get deeper. And now that I'm telling you guys this, you'll probably start noticing it, right? And now I've, I've practiced it enough that it just happens naturally. It's more intuitive, but 
your voice is also emitting those frequencies depending on if you need protection if you need to ground yourself if you need to be more in your head all that shit <laughs> all of that shit um when playing the instrument or playing your bowl or whatever your selection is um don't be afraid to make again those sounds through your mouth allowing the vibrations to fill your to fill the space and to permeate the entire environment right um you can focus on specific areas in the room specific um thoughts specific places specific chakras even uh, a lot of times um we'll see the tibetan bowls or even some of the other bowls a lot of the other bowls actually um they are aligned with certain chakras right um typically we are drawn to the sound bowls that we need the most um i get asked often how many sound bowls do i have mind your fucking business <laughs> mind your fucking business but the ones that i most often use are for our um crown chakra and then one for our etheric and um the one for your crown chakra i typically do that when i'm cleansing the energy of my collective room when i am um pulling or performing divination for my clients um i'll typically use this third eye and that's just to help me better connect with y'all um, and then i have the good old regular regular grounding one um a lot of times when we do the meditation this is the third eye one so it's a little bit higher um I'll typically have people breathe in for that one and then I have the one that is going to ground us um, and it's basically creating us um, um, how do you say like a field of our etheric which sounds like this it's a little bit lower right but those are the ones that I use for the collective. All the other ones, y'all don't need to know what I got. I got them all. Just know that. I got them all. Um, but typically, whichever ones we are drawn for, drawn toward are the ones that you need the most at that moment. Um, um, I love the... I love the deeper ones because they're like that brute sacral chakra. But like, girl, it'd be making my ovaries vibrate. I gotta chill out. <laughs> sometimes i just be sitting there like uh, uh. um anyway um so <laughs> again focus on specific areas or rooms and visualize the sound that is extending not just from what you're playing but also imagine it like cleaning and clearing and cleansing you can also chant mantras if you prefer using your voice with the bowls okay um you can also chant mantras. The repetition of the sacred sounds can promote that healing and that positivity and that positive energy and space, but also protection. Um, some common mantras are um. That's really for like our root, right? Our root sacral. It's that lower. I think it's mainly your root chakra. And then um is considered the um primordial sound of the universe i can't get that sound right but you know to each their own 
Not me out here doing vocal lessons, Beyonce. You heard me. Anyway. Um, you want to be mindful. I think sound cleansing is the hardest um, for a lot of people. And it is, again, about picking the right instrument. If it's not resonating with you, um, it is said that you won't be able to play it. Right? It is said you won't be able to play it. A lot of people have trouble playing sound bowls. And um, when I first started got when I first started got into what the fuck is that? When I first got into <laughs> sound bowls, um, I was trying to play I was trying to play the heart chakra one and I couldn't play it. I couldn't play it. And I was like, what the fuck? And every time I would go to my shop, I would try to play it. And finally the lady walked over and this is what kind of prompted my further research. The lady walked over and she was like, you won't be able to play that heart chakra bowl if you're not grounded. If your sacral isn't clear, if you haven't done that work. And... I legit did that work. I did that introspective reflecting. And then the next time I went and tried, I still did it. It still didn't work. And I was like, fuck, that bitch didn't know what she was talking about. Then I had like this whole ass life-changing experience that I truly believed opened up my heart chakra and really helped me align, right? And then I went back. And then I went back. And I hit that hoe. And when I tell you, I broke out into motherfucking tears in the middle of this shop. I broke out into tears in the middle of this shop. So, um, it, it comes down to selecting, right? Also what you are using. So being mindful when it comes to, um, the sounds that you hear this is why it's also important to pay attention to the music that you're listening to right a lot of my friends are always like you listen to that ratchet yeah yeah yeah. here's the thing when my friends see me i'm always in my i'm always in my like 847 963 999 vibrations when i'm working right when i'm helping my clients when i'm helping my mentees when i'm working with witch bitch tarot i'm constantly listening to my meditation musics and my higher frequency vibrating so when y'all see me out in these streets bitch we going through the <laughs> We're on the 808, right? We're at 444. We on the 808. Like I'm thumping, ass is throwing. I've been, I've been vibrating high all day, bitch. Let's get down. <laughs> Let's get down. Um, but it, you know, it makes sense, and it does. You know, it just you have to be aware. You have to be conscious and conscious. Um, again. Um, being, having that mindfulness is what's going to help promote that cleansing, that clearing, and even that emotional release that could potentially be necessary, um, for you and those that are around you. Okay. And then we have the visualization technique. I'm moving y'all over here. We then have the visualization technique and, um, this is more in the form of meditation, I guess you could say. But through visualizing and through bringing and finding that clear and quiet space, you can create any kind of protection force field around you, energetic force field around you. Um, 
whatever, but it's all, it comes down to the visualization. How do you do that look? Let me tell you. <laughs> um, it, it's almost, it's almost like just praying, praying, praying. My best thing, the best thing I can think about, have you ever been like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go to work. And then they call you and they're like, girl, take the day off. It's kind of like that, but not really. But that's the best way I can um, explain it. But visualization, um, you can visualize like literally the energy releasing from whatever you want to take place, removing this stagnant energy. It's almost as if you are transmuting visually what you need to take place. Okay, even um, when we're talking about cleansing each chakras, I don't know if you guys have done any like chakra meditations, but we talk about visualizing the light of our root chakra, visualizing the light of our sacral and so on and so forth. And then imagine the light becoming brighter and with every breath, it's taking away the negative energy and clearing the space and dissolving it any imbalances or stagnant energy to be released and transformed into purity and positive energy. Not me giving y'all a whole ass meditation. <laughs> and above all, especially when we're talking about doing the visualization, um, it's very powerful for energy clearing and balancing. Um, it's very powerful, especially when we're talking about using breath work and it's only as effective as you allow it to be. So also keep that in mind. So just remember the effectiveness of these purification practices lie in your focus, your intuition, and your belief in their power. Okay. Um, practice a positive mindset um, so it can deepen your impact of your energetic space and overall well-being when it comes to protection, when it comes to cleansing and clearing. Um, as with any spiritual practice, it is essential to trust your intuition and adapt techniques that feel the most authentic to you. You hear what I say? To you. Happy cleansing, bitch.